Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm Eric. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How self-obsessed. That was not, that was not right planned. Up. We're just always on the same page. <laughs> we really are. Speaking of always on the same page, okay, so... Oatmeal? Yeah, I was just going to say that. Done. Let's move on. Anyway. No, I wanted to tell the story about, like, Eric and I were just becoming friends in Hudson, Ohio. And, Last like, year. We, we were at a... Yes. <laughs> we were at a party. We I was in college, and we were playing a board game. <gasps> and yeah, like, I love this story. It was like, think of something that starts with the word A. It was categories. Yeah. And we both said acrobat and we looked at each other and it was this moment where it was like you are my soulmate uh, we both said acrobats uh, and we've been best friends ever since like that was the mo- i mean if that hadn't have happened who knows where we'd be right now like this so true there'd be no podcast and podcast. we actually matched on another like strange one that round but acrobat was the one that we were just both I was like, like what because i remember well i remember also being mad at you because in categories you get points yeah. taken away if someone yeah. else does it you don't so, get a point if other people right do i was yeah. like no one's gonna pick acrobats but you did <laughs> We can't play categories together. It's too we lose. It's it's true. That's so funny. I love I re- that story makes me really happy. Me too. I love when you tell that story. Um but we we oddly have like very different taste in um entertainment. Yes. Save for the housewives. That's true. But like well, movies even and some, TV. Some Bravo shows we we disagree well, on. Well, that's true. And also um I don't know if you guys listened to our clip show that we released recently. Uh, listen to the last episode if you hadn't. It was like our New Year's Eve like clip show of all it's the shows we done. Real good. Made but, me so happy. I mean, I don't like to toot my own horn, but it's real good. And it was hosted by none other than editor extraordinaire Kara. She did a great job. And but I was re-listening to all these clips. And I was listening to the one where we were arguing about Hamilton and I said I thought it was bullshit and you love it. And I was like, <laughs> this is the first time Eric and I have ever gotten in a fight. And I didn't realize that we were fighting until I re-listened to it because I'm a lot ruder than you. Like when I disagree with someone, I yell at them and you're <laughs> a lot more not. polite. So like I was like listening to your voice and I was like, oh my God, I think this is it. This is Eric mad at me. This is, we're fighting. Well, this now is, you know. Now you yeah. know how to piss me off. It was it was it was awkward, and then we went on in the episode to argue about yogurt, and I was yeah. like, "This must have just broken the we were not, broken the seal." We were not vibing that day. No, oh my gosh! But it was yeah. it's good radio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's true. I do get passionate about. Oh except, I don't know if that's true. If I get like passionate about my theater choices, but well, I was don't also test being. Me with I mean, I was being ridiculous. To be fair, <laughs> like I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I think I was mad at Casey Wilson's opinion by. And you were just her proxy. But this would be like if you had never seen The Real Housewives ever. Yeah. And you yeah. were like, I think it's bullshit. It, does, it offers nothing. I heard one person one time say it was bad. Yeah. And I, and that's, Housewives <laughs> is worse than Hamilton. Like, and I would be like, you don't understand. It's How much smarter than you're giving you. it credit. Yeah. Like, I get it. I'm I, sorry. I do feel I like though, well, you're allowed to have an impression based on something, even if you haven't seen it. But I do feel like a lot of people like shit on the housewives and that kind of thing is like, you know, devoid of culture, which it kind of is. But that doesn't mean it doesn't have a, its place in the world. It doesn't mean it's not entertaining. But thank you. Anyway, I'm glad we we, we talked about it. Ugh. You guys don't worry. We're, we're back. We're friends again. Yeah. As far as you know. Yeah. <laughs> what you couldn't see was the stare off that we just. I won. <laughs> I won the stare off. Did you, you didn't notice. But it's just another reason I'm pissed off. DJJ who won the standoff. Mm. He wasn't looking. He was looking at his beats. I think he might have won that one. <gasps> hey. We're going to have to talk about this later. <laughs> now, now you guys are fighting. Way to go. Oh my God. I love fighting. It's always me. I'm always at the center <laughs> of it. Okay. We got a request for an, a top of the show discussion. Oh my gosh. I love this. Also, you're getting all the top of the... Like the guests the fan recommendations like yeah. why, what the hell are my friends doing you, you don't guys seem, you don't seem approachable i'm losing because they're like she's gonna fight with me yeah she's gonna yell at me they're like she always gets so ticked off right <laughs> well i'm glad you're nice yeah. and your friends like you. one of us has to be right um okay so we got uh this topic of conversation from a fantastic fan and listener laurel l who i'm a fan of um she wants us to discuss mariah carey on new year's eve i know that was a couple weeks ago now but um, if you didn't see it, she was singing on the Dick Clark New Year's Eve special, um, like right before the ball dropped, and she dropped the ball. 
Did you, did you see? What I, I saw did? it, and I read Some about it. Really good wordplay. No, I mean what I did with the oh. ball dropping. Oh, drop yeah, balls. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Yes, I thought as a writer you might appreciate it, but apparently not. Oh, I, I'm not smart enough. <laughs> um, so everyone, you know, everyone was talking about it. It was a big thing. Did you did see it? You saw the clip? Mm-hmm. I wasn't watching it live, but I saw it later. I believe I actually saw it live. Wow. And I rewatched it. Wow, wow, wow. We were watching. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't see it live. I'm sorry. Mm. But I did. I Shortly have seen after. It. Yes. Yeah. So she basically like she started singing a song, her one of her new songs, and um like something wasn't playing, and so she just like stopped singing altogether and was just like awkwardly walking around the stage while her backup dancers were like breaking it down. And then every once in a while, you would hear her whistle notes playing on a track. So it was like she'd be talking like I don't know what's happening, you guys. New Year's Eve, and then it would be like he 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 he. So awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What did you think? I, What's I your really, breakdown? Okay, when I when I saw that that was news, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe this is news. And then I was like really trying to care about it because I knew that we were going to be talking about this. And I was yeah. like, I like caring about things. I like getting fired up about things. Yeah. I want to get fired up about this. I want to care about this. And yeah. I tried really hard. I just, I don't get, were people surprised that her voice, that, that, that she has help with her voice like no like no one was surprised about i mean that. i i kind of loved it because i know she's a badass bitch and it was kind of cool to hear her be like like see, she was kind of like brushing her backup dancers off and being like i got this you know like yeah you got to see her kind of like you know more natural yeah but like i just that happens like we don't um, americans like don't like real things like the mm. world has gotten so crazy with donald trump like we ex- our expectations for entertainment is so high like, we don't want a real musical performance. So we don't, you know, like, we don't want her real voice. Yeah. Like, so we want this made up thing and it didn't work. And I'm just not surprised. And I don't, I don't get, yeah. I don't get why it was Well, I think it was such a big deal because it was like, it was so cringeworthy. It wasn't just like her lip syncing was off and it was evident or like she messed up on a part. She was standing there for the whole song and it was just like, ugh, so awkward. You, I mean, you felt bad for her and you felt... Like it was funny and I don't know. I feel like because it was so glaring and so awkward, that's why it was a big thing. But I actually felt like she sang We Belong Together after like her classic song. Um, and she was lip syncing to a backing track that actually played on that one. But it was, to me, it was so much more awkward because she was pretending to sing, but nothing was matching up. And then she was like, did one of those like, how y'all doing tonight or whatever. And like, her track kept going. So it just was like so glaringly obvious and it was even more awkward because she was pretending, you know? Also, I just, as a very gay man, I just feel, you know, like I got to support all my pop divas and I'm like, yeah, she cray and I still love her. I do love her. Yeah. Is she the one that was like, oh my God, who was it? There was another diva. Someone was asking her about someone. Jennifer Lopez. And and she was like, I don't know her. Yeah, I forget. I love that. I forget the details exactly, but she was basically throwing shade. Like Jennifer Lopez had made some comment about them or Mariah Carey or something. And um, they said, you know, what do you think about Jennifer Lopez? And she famously said, I don't know her. I know. I love it. I just love. And I love. And on like interviews and stuff, she just doesn't give a shit. She just like doesn't give a shit. Well, there's a new um, like six part series or something on some network about her it might be bravo maybe it's Mm. e um it's like mariah's world or something oh yeah i've seen ads for that yeah like a docuseries and it it looks as crazy as you would kind of expect it to be yeah she's i feel like okay so like we she lets us know her like that's something that not all like divas like we don't know beyonce she doesn't let us like no it's great her opinions like we know like that mariah carey is like a little bitchy and like yeah a little little dv yeah yeah that's such a good point that's she's like opted to share that stuff with us but i feel like like beyonce and like britney spears like they're shy like they're actually kind of shy it's not their fault surprising they're just about the music britney spears is just about the music she's just a poor girl that is not what has i don't know unfortunately what a great thing to say i don't know her that's just that is so good the shadiest oh my god um i love uh the where what was it shoot i was just watching something and they were talking about how the biggest insult is to um like introduce yourself to someone as if you've as if you've never met them yeah. you know or even worse go on tv and say that you don't know the person <laughs> but what she was kind of saying was like i don't know like i have friends and she's not my friend like, right 
but most people wouldn't do that. Right. Well, and I think she was trying, I think she was deliberately trying to say, like, Mm -hmm. she's not important enough for me to know her. Right. The shade of it all. But she would have probably said she knew someone less famous. It was like a little too too close to the sun. Great point. She was getting, she was getting too up there. Well, I think we really nailed this Mariah Carey discussion. Ooh, I feel I'm glad we talked about it. And it I, turns out I do care. Yeah, I do think we both went on, you know, longer than we even expected we would. Way too long. Yeah. Our sponsor this week is LearnVest. Are you interested in learning things? Are you quite fashionable? Do you wish your fashion could help you learn more? Never fear, LearnVest is here. It's the cute, stylish vest that helps you learn stuff. Just slip your arms through the armholes and you'll instantly start learning more stuff. Mandarin, knife skills, brain surgery, how to discard a dead body. Maybe those are some things you will learn in the sec- the second you don your LearnVest duds. LearnVest comes in so many different patterns and fabrics. All of them are the same ones that either hospital nurses wear their scrubs or loony chefs wear their pants. You know the ones we're talking about. Whatever you choose, you'll be turning your heads all turning heads all over the place. People will be like, where did you get that LearnVest? And you'll say, LearnVest.com. No jargon, no confusion, just advice. The New York Times says LearnVest is, quote, among the first to crack the code using both technology and bona fide certified final pl- planners the gold standard among advisors to make this sort of help more accessible to millions of Americans who invited the financial planners, whatever. I'm sure they have a lot to bring to the table. Visit the site and enter podcast podcast and your learn vest will come with a matching Kangol hat. It may not teach you anything, but you'll look like the, you'll look like the ultimate fashionista for sure. What are you waiting for? Lauren and I wear our learn vests on the reg and look at us. We're practically brilliant geniuses. Be like us and order yours now. Then maybe you'll be smart enough to get all of our really nuanced jokes that stupid people don't understand. You know, I've been meaning to say your learn vest, the one that you chose to wear. Yeah. It's kind of hurting my eyes right now. Like it's so bright and flashy. Honestly, I do it's, feel like I can't even look up. I, it's like I think my eyes are being scabbed. Is that possible? Like I, ah, I'm almost positive that the 2017 Pantone color of the year are a tie between fluorescent orange, oh lime God. green, and mustard yellow. I think this is well. I mean, you're learning, so and you're wearing something from our sponsor, so I guess I got to deal yeah. with it. Yeah, but I personally, I like the little hamburgers dancing with the top hats. Oh my God, that is. Oh, well, you can't. Cute. You just have to like say that one for a special occasion. That's true. You, you can't do that's that every for like day. A party. Get used to I it. wore that on New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, good. it's so true. And and guess what? I learned a lot. Oh my god, that's what Learn Vest is for. It's so true. Thanks, Learn Vest. Thanks. <laughs> um, are you ready for our first clip? Yeah, buddy. I am so excited about this one, and I I think we have mixed feelings, which makes me even more excited to talk about it. We're gonna be fighting. No, we're not. <laughs> but we are. But we are. Um. So. If I were to tell you guys that you could listen to a podcast that's basically an HBO drama that stars Catherine Keener, Oscar Isaac, David Schwimmer, David Cross, and Amy fucking Sedaris, would you die or would you die? Okay, boring. No. Just I'm just kidding. That sound. You die. I love those people are. Oh my God. Ugh. Like what a dream. Also, okay. what a weird combination of <gasps> amazingness. Oh my okay. gosh. Such a good combo. This situation is a reality that I, the, the situation I described. I don't know why no one has told me about this. I think you knew about it before I discovered it. And I'm pretty mad you didn't tell I'm me about sorry. it. I'm I'm I, actually true. mad. You thought I was mad about Hamilton. Oh no. Buckle up. Oh my God. Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh kidding. God. Um, I, 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 the podcast has been going on since November 16th and I'm truly outraged that none of you listeners told me about it. I just, I can't believe no one. Yeah. Well, I was getting back at you for not telling me about bitch sesh. And now we're even. That's a great point. All right. All right. Great. Can we let this madness end? Yes. Okay. Shake. Shake. Oh my I just, gosh. I have really sweaty Eric palms. just gave me the worst shake ever. <laughs> really has a fist and it's like his left arm. <laughs> Can we take a picture of it? It's really bad. Fist yeah. Let's okay. Fist there okay. Um, that'll be really fun to listen to. Each episode of this podcast which is called Homecoming, um, is only like 20 minutes long. There are only six episodes. So it's a fiction podcast with this cast. You just listen to them. They're incredible. Um, They describe the story as uh, Homecoming centers on a caseworker at an experimental facility, her ambitious supervisor, a soldier eager to rejoin civilian life, presented in an enigmatic collage of telephone calls, therapy sessions, and overheard conversations. Holding for 
sounds. Ooh, I feel like we're in a fiction podcast. Oh, like, what authentic New York sounds. We're in a studio. It's fake. DJ J. Wu just played some sirens. He was like, you know what we need right now is like a solid 60 loud. seconds of a fire truck. So anyway, the story is so interesting. It's like kind of a like psycho thrillery kind of story. Um, I think it's one of the first of its kind, like in the mainstream podcast world to do like a fiction podcast. Is that right? I mean, there's some there's some other ones, but not, no big ones. I can't name any off the top of my head because I don't I generally it's just not what I enjoy listening to generally. But there's definitely um, like Night Vale. Oh, right. Like There's a bunch. Yeah. But this one, the cast is, I think, the thing that makes you yeah. go, what am I listening? Like, it really, really feels amazing. like a, a it's new like you're like, drama. Why do you guys, don't you guys have something better to do? Like, yeah. thank you. Like, it's very cool. I think Catherine, I think um, that Catherine Keener was like involved in the inception in some way, but I, I'm thank not totally you. sure. Thank um, you. It also like makes me excited because I want more people to do this. Like, yeah. It's like really exciting. Well, I think they're going to do more seasons of this one. But anyway, so, so you guys should listen to this season. Again, it's called um, Homecoming. And um, I don't want to like spoil anything because it's narrative, but I'm just going to play the beginning um, of the first episode. Here we go. So how was everything? Oh, it's wonderful stuff. Good. Uh, anything else? No, no, no. I'll be right back. Check. Oh, uh, say Heidi. Yeah. That's your name? Yep. Just, just like the name tag says. Have you been working here long, Heidi? Um, uh, about four years, I guess. You are Heidi Bergman, right? That is your last name? Yes, do I know I'm you? I'm Thomas Carrasco. I work for the Department of Defense. You worked at the Homecoming Initiative. Well... Yes, that was years ago, but uh, what is this? Heidi, I I just have a few questions for you. I don't really have How long did you work at at the Homecoming Initiative? Wait, can we... I have a break. Can we we talk outside? Sure, sure. Uh, Right now? Yes, out back. I'll meet you there. Okay, I'll be right there. Aren't you so intrigued by that clip? I mean, I'm, not you. I mean, the okay. I know. I think it's really cool. I am not saying it's not cool. It's just I don't listen to like. It's just m- m- I want to explore it more. I just I tried it. And Get like, off my ass! That's, <laughs> That's exactly what I said. But did you listen to this one? You listened Mm-mm. to the whole thing. No, I didn't listen to the whole thing. No, because I was kind of like, eh. Oh, you listened to one episode. Yeah, and you were like, meh. But maybe I'll give it another chance. I'm not saying I don't like it. I don't want you to yell at me again. I just mean, kidding. I'm just saying I really like I, I was love so that you love excited it. at the I discovery. Love, I love that you're uh, excited about it. And I'm going to so give it another supportive. chance. You don't have to. No, I want to. I really like episodes two and three if you want to give it another chance. Okay. And like I said, there's there are only 20 minutes and there's like six of them. We'll revisit. Okay. Okay. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> I don't care. This clip is from Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. Yeah. Um, it's the end of the year comedy special, which you know is going to be good. So um, good. Uh, Jesse Thorne is like my favorite radio personality one of them and in his end of the year comedy special he highlights the best comedy snippets of the year and my face was hurting from smiling when it was done it had okay there's clips from Rhea Butcher Kamo Bell Aparna Nancherla I love her I really do we've seen her live at UCB East you have you just go yeah I'm so jealous um, Maria Bamford. Ugh, you know I love her. Hari Kondo Ablu and my two favorites, Brandy Posey and Tignataro. So good. It's this is such a good Um it's so good. I know, I mispronounce everybody's name. I just am I'm over it. Um I'm sorry, Hari, for pr- mispronouncing your last name. Wait, whose whose name did you mispronounce? Hari's. Oh. All right. Um But <laughs> I want to talk about Matt Besser, whose name I can pronounce. Um, he's one of the four original founders of the Upright Citizens Brigade, and on his album, Besser Breaks the Record, he tries to break the record for the most jokes told in one minute. Oh, wait. Do you know who he's married to? No. Danielle Schneider of <gasps> Bitch Session. Stop fame. it! I'm almost positive. This all makes sense. Is she the one that hates Hamilton? Nope. Oh. That's Danielle. Okay. Okay. No, well, sorry, still. that's Casey Wilson. Oh, that's Casey. Yeah. Still love her. Oh my God, they're so cute together. Isn't that funny? Oh my God. Um, um, I'm fact checking myself because I, I don't even worry about it. Let's, right. I just hope you're right so much that I don't care. You know what? In my mind, it's it's true. Yeah. 
They've been okay. married since 2008. Oh my God. That's so, I like that. Romance. Thanks for the, the fun fact. <laughs> um, but he also likes reading letters to the editors and newspapers. And his local paper in near Chicago changed from a paper format in the Sunday magazine to a glossy format. Do you know why or who that would affect? <laughs> I do because it's written in front of me. Read it. Crossword puzzlers why because you can't write on it if it's glossy smears Ugh. and also what if you have a pencil oh my well that's what this what is. if you're a cautious I crossworder mean, that's what we're going into here yeah. that's the shit we're about to dive oh head first into gosh. um it almost caused a like a war and yeah. for six months people like they all were named things like b davis so i think they were all 95 <laughs> years old but it was like all these letters from people named b davis who were like complaining and offering suggestions and they're like just write in pen and write over your mistakes try it who cares anyway and use an erasable ballpoint pen and a sharp black china marker shows up very well can be erased very cleanly with a soft rubber eraser try it you'll like it who has a sharp black china marker this is a lot of t- i don't even i don't even i can't even wrap my brain around these suggestions but it's funny to listen to matt uh, read them because he like screams them it's very funny but um so many ideas and matt gets in on the suggestion action Here's another suggestion for those who don't like using pencils when working crossword puzzles a new paper now being used by the magazine. Use thick soup, i.e. black bean, pea, and even gazpacho. And apply it with a Q-tip. If you need to erase, just let the soup dry and scrape it off with a new razor blade. It works! Matt Besser, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted was applause from the, the letters to the editor section but instead of applause what did i get i got a editor's note editor's note underneath my letter editor's note we did not test this but our suspicion is the writer has his tongue firmly lodged in his cheek (laughs) and i did not get a fact check call by the way okay i'm mad okay okay so the next week Uh, Another woman wrote in. I think I have a pretty good solution to the shiny paper and crossword puzzle. An eraser mate ballpoint pen does the job very well. Better than soup anyway. (laughs) Kay Reining, McHenry, Illinois. Oh, really, Kay? Oh, really, Kay? Is the eraser mate ballpoint pen better than soup, Kay? Well, guess what? Walter Kroll from Aurora suggested that three weeks ago. So I wrote in the next week. (laughs) This letter is in response to the editor's note under my recent letter. My letter was a sincere suggestion and you implied it was sarcastic. You might as well call me a liar. My grandmother, who was raised in the Ozark Mountains of Northwest Arkansas, taught me to use household items to solve problems inexpensively. I'm sorry I tried helping out in the first place. Matt Besser, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. This made me really happy. Have you ever done anything like this? Like fucked with people? Like I wish I was funny enough to do that, but it does remind me of, do you remember like the target troll online? No. So like target announced that, you know, like people can use bathrooms in their stores, like of the gender that they identify with. So of course all these idiots like got all pissy and went, you know, naturally straight to uh, Facebook to complain about it. So he posed as like Target customer service. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love great best example of it's what. Yes. So good. Um, okay, so here here are some examples of what he did. Um, Jewel Styles with an icon of the Confederate flag says, I have just unliked your Facebook page along with your store. I will no longer shop here. You have outraged many customers just to appease a few. God created males and females differently. Why would you try to remove the differences? Get a clue, Target. Your stupidity is showing. Ask for help with a Target logo. Obviously not actually Target. It says, Jewel, we're sorry you feel that way. We're also sorry you have such a strong opinion of things like flags, the labels of toys being girl or boy, and whatever else easily offends you. We at Target wish you well. It's just like super sassy. I love it too because it 
it proves that you have to be smart to be a smart ass. Yeah. Like he's smart. He's really smart. Yeah. On, on another like You're long writer. rant about his boys and girls. I'm realizing this was actually in response to Target eliminated the, the gender sections of the toys, which is smart. Um, someone like writes this long rant and he which, just says. Which by the way is even less of I, a big deal. I, know. I don't know. It like affects crazy. zero people. Like you can't figure out which toy your child would like <laughs> unless it's like in a section that identify it's crazy somebody wrote a long rant and he wrote kevin there's no real way to put this so we at target will just say it you're a real dick (laughs) (laughs) i love it that makes me really happy i know me too it's one of those like satisfying things um it reminds me of i was just listening to women of the hour have you been listening to season two no women of the hour is back we thought it was gone we were like lena where are you even mentioned yeah we even mentioned like that one's gone but um, there's a cat special. Ugh. I know. Where was that one? <laughs> oh my God, I know. I know. Um, well, we'll have to have her back. But yep. this comedian tells a story about how she took pictures of a possum <laughs> and put it on signs <laughs> that said, cat found. He looks angry. And she put her phone number on it. So like trying to find the owner. And she, this is like six years ago. She still gets calls from people that are like, it's not a cat. It's a possum. <laughs> like, don't touch it. It's going to hurt you. And she said she could change her number, but she kind of just like loves it that people got, and sh- oh they played gosh. a lot of the voicemails on the, the episode. And it's just so, it's all, there's something like, I like it when people put time and energy into pulling together a, a great prank. Like, especially mm. if it doesn't hurt anyone. I mean, like. I mean, it's one of my favorite things in life because there's a kind of person who would say, why would I do that? What is the point? And I don't ever want to be that kind of person. Oh, I, like I said, if I was funny enough, I would totally be that person. Um, do you remember, um, uh, have you heard of 27B6, like David Thorne, that guy who, it, he, he got famous because he like drew a picture of a spider for like, like his bank contacted him and was like, you owe this much money on your credit card. And he was like, please accept this drawing. I value it to be worth yeah, that exact yeah, yeah, amount yeah, of money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love and then it. they were like, no, you can't, we don't accept drawings. And he was like, well, then give me my drawing back. It was all by email. So they sent it back and he was like, this isn't, this. this isn't mine. It only has six legs. I would not have made that error. Anyway, he has an even better one. He has so many funny things on his website, which is 27B slash the word, ty- the word written out SL. A-S-H-6. The website is ha-ha's comedy <laughs> ringtone. <laughs> okay, so he has an even better one. And especially as a graphic designer, I love this. Um, he is a graphic designer and he works at like an agency or something. And his coworker was like, um, I'm not, I, I'm not going to get all the details right because I don't have it in front of me, but you should look it up on his website. Um, uh, oh, no, you know what? Here it is. I found it. Um, his coworker was like, Hey, my cat is missing. Can you make a sign to find her? Do you remember this one? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. So sends a picture and says like, this is the only, this is the only picture I have like eight months black missing on X street or whatever. Will you, will you make a a poster? So he replies, dear Shannon, that is shocking news. Luckily I was sitting down when I write your email and not halfway up a ladder or tree. How are you holding up? I'm surprised you managed to attend work at all. What with thinking about Missy out there, Missy's the cat. Cold, frightened and alone, possibly lying on the side of the road. Her back legs squished by a vehicle calling out, Shannon, where are you? Although I have two clients expecting completed work this afternoon, I will of course drop everything and do whatever it takes to facilitate the speedy return of Missy. He's being sassy because she was like, can you get it to me like now? Like, well, I have to, to be fair, if money was missing, I would like kill people yes. to get a poster made. Very fair. I mean, I, I see both sides. That's I all see. I'm saying. But she was like, I need it now. And yeah. he was like, no, she was being a dick. bitch. Yeah. Um, who doesn't deserve her cat. And also, as we talked about before, sometimes your cat Shawshanks you. It's and true. It's like the cat is running away. It's from a real you. possibility. Sorry. Um, then she responds, yeah, okay, thanks. I know you don't like cats, but I'm really worried about mine. I have to leave at 1 p.m. today. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so he goes on and on and on. I know you're a heartless animal hater, but I have stuff to do. <laughs> so his first poster looks like a movie poster, and it just says Missing Missy, um, like in big type, like as as though it's like the, a movie title. And then it's like a Shannon production, and then it's like movie-style billing, and the cat is super small on the bottom. Not helpful. So she's like, that's not, not what helpful. I was looking for at all. It no. looks like a movie, and how come the photo of Missy is so small? Is she not in on it? Like, no, she doesn't get it. I, I can't understand people sometimes. She does not get it. So anyway, this goes on and on, and she's like, the cat should be bigger. So then like, it's a full bleed photo of the cat. 
with a quote, like still like a movie poster with a quote from her saying, extremely emotional. I was in tears. Shannon Walkley. It's just so funny. He goes on and on just like fucking I with love, her. I just love this. She was like, it should say lost in it. So then it's just like the lost art, like from the TV show Lost with the cat in it. It's so I funny. I can't believe she didn't get. No, anyway. she was not getting it at she, all. Lucky for him. And so then finally he like did it like she wanted with normal stuff, but put a red hat on it. <laughs> like oh a God. red hat on I the cat. Love and she was like, okay, fine. I'll take it. <laughs> I I just love it. I, I know. Sorry, I was just was telling long. Justin the story the other day. This is like the only, I mean, I feel like I have put effort into fucking people before, but when I was 18 um, in my English classroom, um, there were like there was a wall with photos of like mini black and white portraits of famous authors. So mm-hmm. it was like like Hemingway, you know, like yeah. the mo- like they all kind of were the same style. They looked the yeah. same. It happened to be the same like shape and of my senior pictures, and my <laughs> senior pictures were all in black and white. And my friend Aaron Graham put mine up there, <laughs> and no one noticed it till the end of the year. And it was like such a great <laughs> moment when everyone was like. How long has Lauren's <laughs> picture been up on the wall? Like, like the greats of of like yeah, literature. <laughs> no one, no one pays attention to classroom walls apparently. So this is a fun one. This is one I know we always encourage you to listen to the whole episode, but this is one you really should. Um, you need to. You'll be confused. It's true. It's kind of a long story because it's this American Life, famous for their long stories. Um, the episode is called "The Heart Wants What It Wants." Um, I'm going to try to describe the story succinctly, but I probably can't do it. Here's a good idea. (laughs) It is. Um, so hosted by Ira Glass, of course. Um, the segment we're going to feature is actually hosted by Shankar Vedantam, who hosts a podcast on Hidden Brain, a called Hidden Brain, also on NPR. Sorry. Um, so back in the mid eighties, this guy, uh, oh, guys around the country would sign up for like a pen pal service, but it was like a romantic pen pal service. Um, I think they called it the Lonely Hearts Club. Um, <laughs> and actually, the... Oh, I already said the episode is called The Heart Wants What, it heart, what the Heart Wants. But this is... Uh, yeah, they called it a Lonely Hearts Club. But the letters, of course, were not written by women. Back to the men. They were written by this one creepy guy named Donald Lowry um, who would send like photographs of the women who were supposedly writing the letters and would write these like really like verbose, like romantic things, super specific to the guys and all these guys signed up. Um, Can I cut in for a moment? Yeah. I do not like, I was just saying I love pranks. Yeah. This is hurtful. There, I mean, there's a prank and then there's exploitation. Like you, and it's also, so, I'm so sorry I interrupted. No, but it's like, don't be silly. Matt Buster's prank is harmless. So it's like, I love that you took the energy to like bring joy to people's lives. Right. This is like, I can't, what kind of satanic person are you that you went to all this trouble to like fuck with people? And well, <laughs> so they send money along with it. Right. It, it wasn't just like. To fuck right, with it was but like, still, it's like you went to all this trouble. I mean, no, it's, it's a insane. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, and he was writing these like, oh, you know, here's just me describing me my. He's describing my body like, oh, I love you. You're so handsome. What? Like, it's just, it's a lot. Um, a lot of the language is just like kind of eerie. It's like it's almost tender. Um, but you know, it was written by this dude. Um, so the letter writing came with a fee, of course, and then these guys would send gifts and like occasional payouts for the women which they called like the angels um like the angels would be like oh i you know need this surgery will you send me money sort of guy believe people fall for this i guess this was before the the african prince craze yeah before like spam email and all that so hot right now so hot um it was finally exposed one of the women that lowry used photos of she turned him into the police because i guess they were in a fight um when it was the time for the men, the men who were writing the letters and being scammed, when it was time for them to testify against Lowry in court, not all of them wanted to. Can you, I, it's crazy. Well, it's like they're rape victims. Yeah, they were. Well, and here we kind of hear why from this, from this one guy, um, Jesse was a longtime member of the club and he kind of explains why for him, why he didn't want to, um, testify against Lowry. Members testified on the stand and said the call had been a critical, beautiful part of their lives. One man said letters from the angels saved him from alcoholism and thoughts of suicide. Jesse testified too. This is him reading a court transcript of what he said on the stand. 
Well, it gave you, like I said, inspiration to continue, no matter what the circumstances that you were going through, that if you persevered, you could make it. Do you remember saying this at the trial? Uh, Yes, I do. Would you say that you still stand by what you said at trial? Uh, Yes. So here's the thing, Jesse. You know, Don Lowry lied to you and sent you letters on behalf of someone else for many years, and you formed an emotional connection with this woman who was writing to you when, at the same time, you showed up at trial to essentially defend Don Lowry. And I'm trying to understand how and why you did that. Well, like I said before, it wasn't actually defending him, but it was actually Pamela that was the one that we were all... We turned our attention to help her, and that meant helping Don also and everything. So the segment ends with Shankar detailing Jesse, who we just heard from, his current situation. He has some health issues, but he still is, like, so positive. His outlook is so positive. And um, he actually still has framed photos of the woman that he was, you know, not corresponding with. Pamela around his home. Can you imagine he still has like framed pictures of her? It's like it's heartbreaking, and his voice is so cute. I know it is a little heartbreaking. You just want to like hug this guy and be I want, like, "I want good things for him," and I'm yeah. an asshole too. But yeah. like, I want good things for him. I know you want him to feel like he's worthy of love and by a real person. And I not know a fake person. it really. Yeah, get off my ass. <laughs> you want totally. you want her to feel like Doctor Phil loves him. Um. Apparently, there were 31,000 men in three countries who were involved in the letter writing. How? That is a thirty-one. That's a lot. Actually, business model. Uh, Well, here's the thing. He would make templates, and he was just sending to the templates. Like, when they finally found it out, they were like, how much personal information? Like, did she respond to details you sent? And never. Never was there any personal information. Can you have you put this energy to good use? Because you sound like kind of capable of doing things. Like, you know how to use an email machine. You created a business. You could have done this without hurting. You could have done something, anything else. Yeah. Um. These 31,000 men collectively sent millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Um, so Don Lowry, the guy who did this, he they asked him if he thought he did anything wrong. And he said the thing he did wrong was that he made it too real. <laughs> no, not funny to do. Sad. <laughs> Tears. Did he... What happened? I can't remember. Yeah, so this was... We uh, heard from um, Jesse talking about defending him in court because defending him also meant defending this woman um, who was sort of in cahoots with him writing these letters. And even though they weren't actually talking to this woman, that's who they had the photograph of and they felt like they wanted to defend her. Um, But he was sentenced to 10 years in prison at the end of it. And uh, he died in 2014. Sadly. Cheers track. Yay. (laughs) <laughs> the crowd goes wild. No, Just we're not kidding. Happy died. That, was, that was a track. That um, wasn't me. Oh, you're right. You're so right. Oh my god! We have that. You're so good. So on top. This the technology of this podcast. Oh my god! I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> it's so mature. It's so mature. It goes highbrow. This it's such an interesting story. I feel like we just barely touched on it. So I want you guys to go back and listen to this American Life um, episode. The heart wants what it wants to to hear all the d- details because it's pretty crazy. Um, and my last thought on it is, is I feel like this is the genesis of catfishing. Like invented catfishing. Yeah, not crazy. So maybe shit like this has to happen so that we can have an entertaining TV show. So on that TV. we were introduced to Neve yeah. Shulman. Hubba hubba. Am I right? Neve Shulman's brother used to work out to me next, next to me on the stairmaster. How'd you know it was his on brother? On the Upper West Side, because he told me. Oh, oh, and also he was in that. He took movie. me to the ballet. Never mind. We'll talk later. You went on a date. With Neve Shulman's brother? Yeah. Hey, howdy, dude. It wasn't like a real date. Like, I don't know. I didn't think it was. That's crazy. Yeah. Was he the one who worked on the movie with him? No. Oh, a different brother. Mm-hmm. Lauren, why didn't you tell me that? Did somebody slip up now. and write stupid on my about. forehead? <laughs> yeah. What Dr. Phil said. Exactly. Um, I think Neve is so dreamy. Also, that movie, I know now it's this MTV show and it's like a little like teeny boppery. That I can't stop. It's wa- really good. I can't stop watching it. 
I, I don't care. I I'll, Oh, no, no, yeah. no. Oh, I totally watched the TV yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, people don't consider that, like, a good thing. That movie was a really good movie. Also, it was a thing. Like, it's interesting. Yeah. It's very... It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Should we move on to segment, segment? Yeah, let's. Do you want to go first? I feel like I always go first. Okay. Um... Segment segment is our segment where we talk about something we like that's not a podcast because we have other interests. So it can be anything like bar soap yeah. or like pillow forts, yeah. couch floor. What do you, what do you, what floor, do you? Bed. floor bed? Floor <laughs> bed, floor bed. Sorry. Mm, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, but this week I'd like to talk about, okay, I'm not a big TV fan, honestly. Um, I just don't have a very long attention span. I like Bravo because it's, I was trying to explain this to someone. I like Bravo TV shows because they're so bad. I don't have to mm. pay attention. Like yeah. I like, I don't like good TV because it requires you to pay attention. I only like bad TV because I don't have to pay attention. Well, and you are in like attentive in so much of your entertainment consuming, which a lot of it is books. I like and you have would to be rather, very attentive. I'd rather be reading. Yeah, but Mike Tyson Mysteries is the best show ever. What's it? DJ Jaywoo, can you please back me up on this? Yeah. It's is Adult Swim, I believe. Oh, um, oh, yeah. It's like if Mike Tyson were to solve mysteries Scooby Doo style, and it's animated. Yeah, but it's <laughs> way funnier. Mike Tyson actually voices his character. No one believes me about this. They're like, no, and then because then at the end, the real Mike Tyson will come on, yeah. and he wears like this little blue like warm up suit that he also wears on the show and he says something stupid because he's like so like has been hit in the head way too many times Oof. like he says something ridiculous <laughs> I mean you mean like live action Mike live Tyson. action like, like at video. the end of the show yeah. he like comes on and says something that makes zero sense and okay so every episode of the beginning like he saw like he gets a note that's some, from someone who needs a mystery solved so Mike Tyson jumps in his mystery mobile with his Mike Tyson mystery team which is a gay ghost <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Mike's adopted daughter, Young He. Is that real? Yeah. No. No. And a pigeon who was once a man and is voiced by Norm MacDonald. <laughs> um, and because Mike Tyson actually in real life, Justin told me this, loves pigeons. So there's some oh, there's I some reality based in this. I didn't it know is that. like it's just so the episodes are like 13 minutes long, which is perfect for me. So <laughs> my favorite episode. You can watch it. Google um, Mike Tyson Mysteries Unholy Matrimony. Just okay. that's my tip. Just okay. go. Then we'll talk. Okay. It is so fucking. DJ Wu is confirming that that oh is the God. best episode. Oh, I so I feel like I would love this. It, I love like Robot watch. Chicken and some of those silly things on Adult Swim. It's hysterical please yes. watch and then we'll talk oh okay. my god oh watch on your floor couch bed <gasps> floor bed yeah. <sighs> too much goodness in one thing it's so perfect i love the world <laughs> if i had nachos while in floor bed while watching no too much too much good mystery That's too much i would pass away oh my god do you pass away <laughs> um okay i'll watch mike tyson mysteries if you watch bear with me the match game on abc I'm pretty sure I'm in. Go on. You are? I, it, I sounds feel like so I bad that it's good. No. You expect it to be so bad because it's the match game. Based on that like cheesy game show from the 70s where there's a panel of celebrities, two guests, and it's like date this big guy. old brenda was so clumsy how clumsy was she every time she tried to tie her shoes she blanked you know what i mean i don't think i know what you're referring are, to. are you serious yeah i was DJ thinking Jay it was like a dating game do you know what i'm talking about no there was a dating game also but the match game is like you try to match answers so then you the guest try the the all the um celebrity can panelists write down their answer oh, every time she had to okay. tie her shoes she blanked she tripped you know what i mean okay. or something funnier so it's kind and of like categories you try to get the right acrobats. answer with okay. the people they've done a reboot on abc with alec baldwin as the host what now reboots of like classic um game shows have been tough i would watch anything with alec baldwin he's hosting. so good and charming and finds the balance between being like like kind of dirty and like subversive enough while still it being like it's on abc it's on so, abc yeah. yeah and the panelists have been so good it's been like 
Ellie Kemper and Titus Burgess from <gasps> Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And they have like Niecy Nash and Ice-T. And I'm trying to think of some of my favorite other favorite ones. David Allen Greer was on it. Do you know um, about this? Caroline because Ray, you're Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, keep going. Do you know about this because you're a Disney cast member? So you know, like, know all the secrets? <laughs> no, I don't. I no. wish I was a Disney cast member. I know. It's yeah, it's pretty It's pretty good living. I would wash the floors to be considered a <laughs> Disney cast member. Um, okay, but it's as cheesy as it sounds. It is so funny. No, no I have I'm, been watching. I don't think you're making it sound cheesy. It's, you're making it sound very entertaining. Oh, my gosh. It's, say it again. If you're trying... ABC. If you're trying to ABC. make me not want to watch it, you're yeah, failing. I'm failing. Good. You should want to watch I'm it. I'm going to... I don't even want to listen to you talk anymore. Good. Is Tur- it on right now? Is it on Bravo, first of all? Okay. You can <laughs> it's just so fun. Like, the the panels have been so, like, really good, funny, famous people. Um, so funny that we both chose TV shows. I know. We never we So, never I would just say, I mean, I haven't seen this one Eric's talking about, although it sounds like it has merit. Um, but if you only have time for one, watch You mine. should watch Match Game. No. Thank you, Master. 13 minutes you could watch an entire episode which you is could watch 13 called minutes, Unholy Matrimony you could watch, just watch 13 minutes and you still get but more out of it then you'd be like what happened so who won you, you have no like, idea you could just like, google it well, I just wasted google? 13 minutes of my google entire life I have no idea answer. like I put all this investment into a show and like I don't even know who won that's what would happen if we did your thing Janet won Janet <sighs> spoiler alert <laughs> just kidding okay yeah watch both you yeah guys watch have, both at the same please, time you guys it's have fine 43 minutes you can right. watch a 30 minute show no watch them at the same time we don't the, our listeners don't have time like they're busy you're, you know what you're right you're right watch them at the same time good segment segment that was oh a God. very tv filled segment and segment. i didn't even cry oh my tears <laughs> let's see if, let's see if you make it through my no comment because it's also a little bit emotional oh my gosh so this no comment, which is, of course, the segment where we uh, play an, a podcast clip without editorial from us, um, is from Fresh Air. Um, 2016 was a tough stiff for a lot of reasons, but one of the last lows of the year was the loss of entertainment legends Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds. So, so sad. They were mother and daughter, as you know, and they died 24 hours apart at the end of December. I'd like to say <clears throat> I will probably die within 24 hours of my mother dying. Just watch out. Uh, yeah. I, I No no comment. Sorry. No, no I would normally um, say like, oh, no, no one's going to. But I, I, you and your mom are so close in the way that I've heard Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher were close. Yeah. That's so, why I got to keep her going. Yeah. Vitamins. Oh, Vitamins. please. She'll, she's going to outlive us all. She's yeah. so vital. Um so Carrie Fisher, who of course is best known for being Princess Leia at Star Wars, died forties after suffering a massive heart attack while like mid flight on a flight to LA. Um, she was sixty. And then Debbie Reynolds, who is just incredible. She is like an incredible, incredible performer. Um she her first thing was like being in Singing in the Rain, which was she was huge, huge hit. She went on to just like all the TV and film and theater and music and just is so immensely talented. Um, she died one day later after her daughter, Carrie Fisher at the age of 84. I guess people who know them talk about how, like we were saying, incredibly close they are. Um, Jolie Fisher, who is the half sister of Carrie Fisher said she wasn't surprised that Debbie didn't sort of hold on after Carrie's death. So sad. Um, so it's, their story is so interesting. They're two incredible, incredible women and gone too soon, especially for Carrie Fisher at the young age of 60. So for the no comment segment, this is Terry Gross interviewing Carrie Fisher on Fresh Air in uh, just in November. Uh, they're discussing Carrie's close relationship with her mother. You had a very contentious relationship with her when you were a teenager, and I think that probably continued into your 20s. And that, you know, you worked in her... Broadway show you you were you were in the chorus of that you sang in her Broadway act you know in her cabaret act for a while so you you worked together in some ways you were very close in some ways you were like very far apart you were anxious to move away from home how did your relationship change as she became an older woman like when you became like now like you're middle-aged she's or 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 older she's in her 80s is the relationship still contentious? Has it changed? Not at all. I can appreciate it. She's an immensely powerful woman. I j- just admire my mother very much. She also annoys me sometimes when she's, you know, mad at the nurses. But, you know, she's an extraordinary woman. Extraordinary. There are very few women 
from her generation who worked like that, who just kept a career going all her life and raised children and had horrible relationships and lost all her money and got it back again. I mean, she's had an amazing life. It's kind of an easy one not to comment on. I'm not crying. I'm fine. <laughs> no, I'm literally not crying. There's right. something wrong with me. Okay. No, I mean, <laughs> I think it's okay to not cry. I, like I should be crying right now. About celebrities. <clears throat> I am a little know. sniffly, though. Those tears are left over from earlier, guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, now we'll move on to Podcast Bay, which is just, we just talk about a podcast. We don't play any clips. We just tell you to go listen to it yourself. Now, Eric... <clears throat> I'd like to discuss the big listen. Can we talk about the big elephant in the room? You know what? It's a I was t- it's hoping time. no one was going to bring it up, but it's I guess time. we have to. We ha- eventually, you knew this day would come. I did. You're right. Um, there is another clip show out there. <gasps> I know. I, I know. It's okay. <laughs> it's called The Big Listen, and it's hosted by Lauren Ober. And at first, it pained me to think about The Big mm-hmm, Listen. Mm-hmm, I am mm-hmm. so competitive that I wanted to kill it somehow. <laughs> not Lauren Ober, the podcast. Yeah, no, Then not I listened to it, and it's different than this one. Yeah. In fact, I think our podcast and Lauren's podcast could be friends. The Big Lesson is a clip show with interviews, recommendations, and more. I like Lauren. I like to hear what she's talking about. It's good. It's also owned by NPR. Um, Same. We're our, right, remind me, we're exactly. owned by NPR. NPR loves us. Um, <laughs> it's much more down to business than podcast podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're having more fun. Maybe I don't know. It's just we we I don't, our our sponsors are not as expensive, so they don't care <laughs> if we're silly. Um, we go off on more tangents. We're not, we're not as serious. So I'm going to tell everyone, you can listen to both. It's okay. We're not going to get mad. Our feelings won't be hurt. In fact, I wish, 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 wish we could have an on-air conversation with Lauren about, first of all, having the same first name and (laughs) our podcast theme. And maybe we might be sisters. I don't know. She's a redhead. Does that that mean anything? Like, Olivia, your niece is a redhead? That's very true. Do you think she could, like, hook us up with... Like the, Lauren, like, I will the, have her, Is she in like the Redhead Club? Or I something? will have her ask at the next meeting. Okay, yeah, if she could the next meeting up. with Olivia. Yeah, um, the Big Lesson is a good way to find out about stuff to listen to and get some behind the scenes stuff from your favorite podcasts. Um, because Lauren is such a huge time radio celebrity and the big fancy NPR, she gets to do cool stuff we can't do, like talk mm. to Jesse Thorne, who I was just talking about, and I love. It makes me so jealous. Um, but does Lauren Ober have Kara Hughes as an editor? Hell no. No, she doesn't. Unless she does. Kara, does she have a... Kara, are D- you <laughs> cheating on us? <laughs> Please does she no. have a DJ Jaywoo? No. I does think she? not. I hope not. <laughs> I would be heartbroken. <laughs> I think that fart indicated he might also be DJing her. Hey, howdy doody. <laughs> I would notice if the clips on The Big Listen were DJ Jaywoo's clips. I'd be like, those seem a little DJ Jaywoo-y. They're really distinctive. There's a lot of farts. It's true. It is the farts that give it away. Hey, howdy doody. Yep. The untrained people know this, right. but it is the farts. That's the farts. That <laughs> fart. I know that fart from anywhere. <laughs> so good. Well, we thanks did it. for a great show, guys. We that did was really. One. I mean, I literally laughed and cried. <laughs> you, yeah, no, you really did laugh and cry. No fucking around. Uh, solid, solid work, <sighs> Lauren. All right. Well, we'll see you. Oh, yeah. Send as, your clips as to. Always. Love your podcast at gmail.com. Tweet us at love your podcast. Yep. Um, Even if you don't have a clip, just give us some us, feedback yeah. that you want us to talk about or just say, Hey, just or say just hi. send us a voucher for the spaghetti. Or warehouse. if you want us to talk about something, you can give us, you can give us a topic like yeah. Mariah Carey. Yeah. Or. Okay. Cupid. Well, whatever you want to talk about, just let Anything. us know. Reach out. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.